people's names. It's really hard to keep up with everybody's names and who yeah, everybody I is. Just, yeah, what, I don't know. What the fuck they're all doing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So it looks like all of our settings are good. Cool. Everything's good. You can hear yourself. I can. You can hear me. I can. Good. You have your water, not water, not I on the do. table. I do. I don't want to plug Aquafina. You just kind of did. I just did. <gasps> I mean, water X. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda or water in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Invisible cheers, because we're not going to plug said uh, said <laughs> company. <laughs> I'm joined here today by my new friend, Andrew Muse. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. Say hello to the internet. Hi, internet. Everyone's really happy that you're here. I'm happy that you're here. I'm, I'm really excited to, to talk to you about your music and your oh. art and all of these things that you're doing. Thank you so much. You reached him. out to me maybe a month or so ago. Yeah, it was around the time that I dropped the record, which was like two months ago. We're speaking of Smoker's Row. Smoker's Row. Wow. Available it, on Bandcamp. Available andrewmuse.bandcamp.com. Uh, check it out. Yeah, it's been selling pretty decently i think i think i've sold like 10 copies which is <laughs> which i think is the most i've ever sold yeah rolling in it rolling in it but yeah smokers row it is phenomenally weird yes and that i was, was really was the, really excited to talk to you about the production and the songwriting and yeah. all these things about it so for those of you in the internet land out there watching us right now why don't you, Andrew, tell the people what it is exactly that you do? Describe your yeah. art to the world. Absolutely. So I like to say that I am a singer first. So that's box one. Then a, a songwriter. And then a musician. And because I think that's, I'm, I'm, those are the things I'm the best at in that order. Um, so... I sing. Well, what am I going to sing? <laughs> I have to write something down. Okay. So I'm a songwriter. Uh, and then who's going to make it? Well, things are expensive these days. I'm not rolling in the dough. I know I said that I was, wasn't true. Um, so I have to play it all myself. So I'm kind of this person who does everything autodidact, you know, trying to just kind of make it work um and but i mean i do have ideas i do have feelings about um you know i want to talk about being queer um i think you know queer musicians are really essential to the world um and i want to i want to bring that out to the world and my art is really focused on that super cool yeah it's i like the the concept of just well I want to do something. Yeah. I don't know how to fucking do it, but I'm, I'll figure it out. I no <laughs> idea what I'm doing. No fucking idea. I, I always <laughs> I always tell people that if you want to do something, the only thing you really yeah. need, the most important thing is the passion to do it. Yeah. And you'll figure it out yeah. from there. Listen, like I'm no child prodigy. <laughs> like, you know, you hear about these kids like, yeah, five, I was, you know, playing bass and dry, I don't know. No, 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 no. So no. what were you doing at five? Then? I got, well, I don't remember that, <laughs> but I know that my mom, she did sign me up for piano lessons. And, um, you know, I remember going in there and the teacher was like, okay, this is what you have to do. And, you know, you're seeing all the sheet music stuff. And I was like, no, 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 no. Um, I was not having it. And so, but I didn't know that you had to like, study and i didn't know that you had to be disciplined so i was like well fuck it i don't want to do that years later fast forward to like 17 or 18 i just kind of i went to pitt and pitt has a music uh school and they have a music building and 
um, I took an intro to piano class. I was like 17 and they had practice rooms. So I would go down there and practice and I was like, Oh, this is fun. I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not really reading the music, but I'm kind of just like playing with the keys. And then I was like, Oh, you can make this chord or, Oh, this is that. Yeah. So like just, I just went for it and I didn't start making music cause I didn't think I was good enough to like produce myself or to, uh, to arrange which i'm all doing now so i was determined i said you know you have to be disciplined so i was old enough to okay that That i wasn't at five or probably eight is more accurate but um but now well at then when i was a little older i said okay this is what you got to do you got to learn your scales you gotta i don't still i still don't know how to read music but it you know it still takes some discipline sitting down and like you know well, I think what it. matters the most is the end result. Yeah, exactly. Listen, and if you're just like banging at the keys and you're like making great music, great art, God bless. Well, I mean, I think that speaks a lot to the the concept of pop music in general, where you have a oh, lot yeah. of music that in the pop realm that maybe technically isn't the most impressive, but in terms of connecting with human beings... Right. It's technically right. impressive. And I think that's why a lot of people overlook that in pop. Yeah. The important thing, one of the hardest things in the world to do is to actually connect with other people yeah. through a piece of art. Yeah. And something that's just like this technical, beautiful thing is only going to resonate with other people that yeah. understand how to play it. I mean, that's the that's the end goal. That's, that's I think, what yeah, all you, musicians are shooting for is to connect with people. Um, you know, I I like a Sam Smith song. <laughs> you know, I like a Camilla Cabello. Sure, but you know, uh, but I'm into you know Bjork and weird stuff like that. But of course, that stuff all connects. Yeah, with me. So. I just saw Bjork in New York City. Oh, you did? Yeah. <gasps> I hate you. It <laughs> <laughs> was my second time seeing Where her. Where did she play? So she played at the Shed. It's a new oh, venue. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um w- uh, yeah, she was on tour for like she only did a few dates. She did she wasn't like a world tour or anything. No, it was she's like never a, done like a It was huge. like a re- well, uh, she has enough money and powers yeah. where she, she did a month residency yeah. at this place where <sighs> they do the shows like, you know, every other 5 days and they just get to keep their things set up and rehearse. Yeah. She has enough money oh to my God. to fly down like an entire choir from do Iceland. Do you know what I do? Do you know what I do? I haul <laughs> my gear in my father's Chevy. Uh-huh. And then uh I like carry it on my back and I'm breaking my back and uh I just bang it on the stage and then I play and then I bring it back. One day uh-huh. I'll be able to just leave my shit somewhere. Oh yeah. But I bet I bet that was a lovely concert. She's like my hero. She's the best. She's super, super awesome. So Bjork's an inspiration. Yeah. I wouldn't say necessarily on this record specifically, but in life. Fair enough. She's just, yeah. But I will say, though. Goals. I would say, I mean, Bjork in her most recent, we'll say the past decade of Bjork musically has been very experimental. Oh. Like you, you're you holding oh, your yeah. ear close to two crystals and oh. the sound is just Bjork, right? Yeah. But in her earlier years, there was a lot of more like funk groove experimental was, stuff. And like, I think that that... Debut? Yeah. Yes. Oh, good connection. Yeah, yeah. Debut is a funky little record uh-huh. people don't know that it's it's very uh, yeah it's housey obviously yes. and house is funk yes yeah so and i could definitely hear some of that in your music yeah oh good but <laughs> even i didn't i didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> so what is some other stuff that's like inspiring you to do what you're doing because it is very like you yeah. know it does have that like you know, pop feel, art pop, but it also has this like avant-garde, very just like, there's just like a uniqueness to it that I think is really cool just coming from an independent artist. Yeah, well, you know, and I, it's so weird. I actually, when I was done with the record, I I was like, where is this coming from? Like where, like what sources am I pulling from? I, I kind of get in like a fever state when I'm recording and I just kind of just like do it and then it's done. And I'm like, how did I do that? But so for this record, I was really, I was inspired by a lot of Funkadelic. Okay. George Clinton. Yeah. 
Bootsy Collins. Um, and, you know, they were weird as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they still are. Oh, yeah. You know, uh-huh. like the diaper man, the spaceship. Can I'm you all about it. Can you fucking imagine being alive in a time when that was happening? My mother <laughs> went to the concert. She's like, there was a reefer everywhere. <laughs> reefer. Reefer. <laughs> Just like, haze of reefer. And my mother went with me. And I think my grandma went. I think she actually did go with her. She was pretty cool. She was down with it. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, I was really inspired by, because I love Parliament because they're so, they're very avant-garde. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like insane musicianship. They t- they they have like nursery rhymes and like w- like weird rhymes, kind of like almost a prelude to hip hop in a they way. Al- they almost have their kind own like language. Metered. Yeah. Oh, it's and like they live in their own universe, their own like um, yeah, their own their own little universe, their own yeah. little backstory, their own kind of story that they play out through every album, like dedicatedly. So. Um, I'm just saying, if anyone should have had a 70s like Saturday morning cartoon, it should oh have my been God. Parliament Funkadelic. The Jacksons, hot, please. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. George Clinton. Kickstarter yeah. that shit right now. <laughs> I'm ready. But, um, yeah, they were, they were really inspiring, um, on the record, uh, because I mean they're so avant-garde. Yeah. Like I, I want everyone to go out and listen to um like standing on the verge of getting it on. Like you'll get I think you'll get the music more if you listen to that and like um Yeah, I just oh, I just love that. Um but also I was I was very inspired by like um like Nina Hagen, who's like this weird art rock German. Because sure, yeah. I think on um Mother, oh, what is the song called? I don't even remember my songs. Um, uh, Funker, that's yeah. what it's called. Number two, <laughs> Funker. I think I I do like this German thing. I'm like Schwarz and Spons. Yeah, you do. Which that's Nina Hagen, and I think I'm I'm not. I took German in college for like two years, or like a year and a half. But um, Schwarz and Schwanzen means black dick, basically. Uh, <laughs> sorry i'm so lowbrow uh but but i love like she you know and she's kind of like kind of like Susie and the banshees yeah they have the same look actually yeah um kind of like that very dark eye makeup very weird uh but just yeah and and so many things so many things i think um uh there's just like it, it's it's really Ugh. cool to just hear something that is undeniably you yeah and that was yeah. what really drew me into the music yeah. as soon as i heard it i and mean there's a there's me in there there's me no. in the mix and i oh, think definitely yeah being a musician is all about taking your influences and applying them to yourself yeah i was listening to it and i remember like that track came on with the german stuff and yeah. i was like what the <laughs> fuck hell yeah oh boy. sign me up like i am like <laughs> so into this right now because in a time that we're living in 2019 mm-hmm. you have a lot of people that for lack of a better word are just trying to ride somebody else's wave a lot of people are neglecting the fact that we're all individuals and that's what makes us unique and great yeah. everybody's just trying to be you know, the next this or that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. There's not, I mean, it's one thing. Everybody's influenced by something. But at the end of the day, your art should be a representation of yourself. Exactly. It shouldn't just be like a karaoke. Right. No one wants to see, like, I'm very inspired by, um, like, like, Prince. Right? Okay, yeah. I th- but I think Prince inspires all musicians. Um, You know, but you can't, do what Prince did. One, because I find it physically impossible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number one. And number two, it's been done. We got to move on. What's the point? Kate Bush is a great example. I would uh, love to make like a perfect like Hounds of Love record. Yeah. That'd be lovely. 
Just stealing her ideas. Run up that hill the you, whole time. You <laughs> You'd be running up that yeah, hill. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> you can't do it. No. It's impossible. Yeah. Or like the dreaming or whatever. Yeah. Like those are such perfect records to me. And it's like, and I listen to them constantly. So they're kind of in my DNA, right? But I, you can't remake that. So how do you apply that to yourself? How do you apply that to I think what you want to talk about, right? You just take you take those elements of those things right. you learn from them and what then can, you just Exactly, what can you learn from it? Yeah. I was just going to say that. You just learn like, you know, what is it exactly about yeah. something like Kate Bush Hounds of Love right. that makes you feel something. You know, when I listen to that album, it's just like, okay, she has an insanely unique voice with this incredibly stripped back production. And it's, you know, lots of reverb, lots of just gorgeous textures. It's just like, you know, listening to that album makes me feel like I'm in like the most comfortable bed sheets on the planet. And I could just lay there all fucking day. I feel like I'm drowning, which I was the point of the second, of, of part two of that record. Yeah. Because it's like, well, anyway. So yeah. it's like, you know, when I'm, <laughs> so you take those things and you think maybe when I'm making a song now, it's like, yeah. okay, I want to, I don't want to make something that sounds like Kate Bush, no. but I want to make something maybe where it's like, okay, this layer reminds me of those sheets yeah. the same way, you know, exactly. you think about writing music in a different way. Exactly. You know? And also, you know, I'm a, I'm a creator. So, you know, I, I. I'm creating this stuff from like, you know, the basics. And um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, important growth in that, I think, in growing as an artist and making your own work or being very hands-on with your own work. So then at that point, it's undeniably yours, mm -hmm. right? When you're like hands-on with it, right? Yeah, I always encourage people to do as much of, the processes they can yeah, and it's some, so have some hand in it's very accessible work. now yeah. you know i have no beef with people that i know maybe hip-hop artists that i know that you know collaborate with other producers and things like that Absolutely. collaboration's one thing it makes sense music is yeah beautiful in that way but if you're somebody that just you know buys beats off strangers online Don't and then you write you know it's like that. it just seems so like empty and easy don't do that Kids at home. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you, you got to start somewhere. Well, right. But at the same time, right. if you have, there's there's enough people around that are making music yeah. and want to do stuff. But, and you know, I like, like, God bless folks who get like tight beats. Like, I'm all about it. If the record's hard, it's hard, right? <laughs> but I look up to musicians, people who play instruments um, or produce that's those are just the people that I look up to. So yeah. that's what I want to do. Yeah, I feel like if you're, yeah. you know, writing lyrics and things like that, you know, you need to you should have some fundamental understanding of what's going into the music. Yeah. And have that ability to like, well, I have this cool vocal melody and it would be great if this keyboard part could be different to match the vocal melody. You should be able to mm -hmm. explain how you need that to be different yeah. so you can make the song the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I think that if you're somebody that really cares, you're super passionate about what you're doing, that's not even a thought. It's just something that yeah. happens like yeah. over the evolution of time. Yeah, and I don't work well with others either. Oh, really? <laughs> At least I, I don't think I would production-wise. Okay. Um, Do you find yourself to be a bit of a control a freak? Oh. <laughs> a control freak? Or let's, let's start with recluse. Okay, all right. Because I'm, I'm a total control freak. <laughs> but I could also see the recluse thing um, too. Recluse, sometimes. Control freak, yes. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. And just because I... Um, We'll just say I you're. I work best with myself. Yeah. We won't say. I know what I want. You're not a control freak. You're just passionate. Exactly. I know what I want. Yeah. And and you know, like uh, when you're working with other people, um, you know, they're like, oh well, what if we did this? And it's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to yeah, do that. Yeah. Now it's different. I it, with recorded music, it's like, no, 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 we're not doing that. At least for me, but. 
in kind of a band environment, and I'm not in a band, but I think in a, or when you're collaborating with other musicians, yeah. I think collaboration is great. And yeah. like, oh, okay, let's let's try that. Let's see if that works. Mm-hmm. And then, but like, I need to I need to present it. I need to put the finished product out there myself. Um, now maybe in the future, I mean, I'm not opposed to collaboration. I think collaboration is great. I think sure. artists thrive. Um, under collaboration in, in, in a way circumstances yeah I, in a way with, in a way with like your your art it's almost like someone telling you like what you should or shouldn't wear right. and no 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 yeah <laughs> if, like i said if it's hard it's hard like do it like yeah. if it sounds good um but also i think i like <laughs> this is a perfect example i would like <laughs> post my like a song bite or like even my last album for for smokers row i had a, an album before smokers row called ambition mm-hmm. and i would put up songs on craigslist <laughs> like musicians not not uh yeah and uh and uh i would be like any musicians want to like work on my new record like let's collaborate okay. like does anyone have a studio i can work at and no responses. I don't. I don't think people get it yet. So Maybe I just not. haven't had the chance, at least in Pittsburgh, to collaborate. Um, yeah. So you know, I I'm like, well, all right, I'll do it myself. I guess. Well, I think you did a really good job. No, thank so you. I wouldn't sweat it too fucking much. Who? <laughs> I think it sounds really good. Thank and you so coming much. from somebody. That is, you know, my I got my start in doing music, doing solo music, and now mm-hmm. I have a band that I play with, and it took a long time to find people that I could trust. Right, exactly. And even then... I'm so open to being in a band. Even like then... I'm very open. It was like, I get people that I could trust, mm-hmm. and I still find myself <coughs> being like very defensive when yeah. they bring ideas to the table. Mm-hmm. But then I have to remind myself, well, you trust these people. You yeah. should listen to their ideas. But I yeah. still really struggle with it. Yeah. Because it's my vision and my fucking thing. What is the name of your band? Sykes and the New Violence. Nice. So, yeah, it is. Bandcamp? Yeah, we have a Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple, check that out. all that stuff. Oh, I got to check that out. Yeah, please do. Do you guys all write? So I write the majority of the stuff. Okay. And then they come in. So I have a, a guitar player, a bass player, and a, a female singer to bring in the sex. Ah. So I'm I'm an MC. I make all the beats. Then I have a guitar player and a bass player that come in and add stuff. And then I have a singer that does all my like I've, she does all my hype stuff plus like melodies mm-hmm. underneath me. I'm trying to bring the sex myself. Yeah. But just like with me. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be like the hot girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I don't have much of a like, even if I did sing, it wouldn't sound like I, hot. Mm-hmm, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I'm, just, I'm just some dude. I need, mm-hmm. I need, I need that. <laughs> you know? Sex yeah. I need some good soulful I've got female yeah. vocals. It just sounds really good. And it's like the edge of it with like, you know, my like, my little gruffy voice and her pretty voice and like the hard guitar, but like the smooth bass and the keys. It's a good like mixture of yeah, yeah, yeah. everything that I like. Cause much like you, I'm pulling my influence from all over the place mm-hmm. as well. And you know, mm-hmm. at, at the end result, it's something that doesn't really sound like anything. Yeah. But it's really cool. You but know? you're, yeah, but you're writing that stuff and you're yeah. like bringing it to them and like, it's just a reflection of me. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So that's, that's why great. I think I really resonate and understand where you're coming from and other artists whenever I engage with their work. And it just yeah. seems so undeniably them. Yeah. Versus yeah. like somebody that I could tell is just like, you know, oh, who the fuck is this dollar yeah, store Drake? <laughs> you know, like, I don't dollar know. store Drake trademark. That. <laughs> There's so many. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I, I, I make my music, so it can't be mine. It it has to be mine. Mm-hmm. It it just has to be. With performing live, the stuff that you do, what is your setup like? Oh, that's uh, it depends. Okay. So, and I've slowly learned this <laughs> over the course of just like performing that's, in basements. That's and why stuff. you have to play. What you, you have figure to, it out, right? Exactly. <laughs> L- look at the venue. Okay, uh-huh. and like what the setup's gonna be. Uh-huh. If it's small, like 
like I played in a basement literally once. Yeah, sure. Um, and there was a washing machine in the back. <laughs> and it was like, uh, it was somebody, it was, uh, no, where was it? It was a Three Pigs okay. in, in Lawrence. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> coming there like I'm going to be playing in like, you know, this grand, beautiful vintage store. I'm going to have vintage <laughs> gowns next to me. Mannequins will be at my disposal. No, no, no. We went down this. I I had my like eighty one keyboard, e eighty one key keyboard. Uh-huh. I'm like, hey guys, I'm ready. And I did that show with my friend Olivia Kessler. Um, and you know, we're like, hey, we're ready. And then <laughs> my friend Eric, who plays cello with me, actually out now. He um, he was like, oh yeah. And I think that was the first time I actually met him. Wow. Um, but he was like, yeah. So it's downstairs. And then I just just peering down the stairs. It was like tunnel vision. I'm like, oh God. And so I'm just like hunchbacking. Okay. It's like 81. Never again. I didn't ask what, I didn't ask where will we be playing downstairs? Will we, you gotta know the venue. Was this your introduction to kind of like the world of Pittsburgh DIY shows? Basically. I've got big dreams. I'm like, Uh I'm like, I rented a rehearsal space, which I don't have anymore. Um, and I was like, I'm going to be choreographing and dancing. No, no, no. Uh, but this basement show, you know, it it it, it taught me you, you got to play for where you are. So if it's a small little basement show or like a small stage, bring an acoustic guitar. Bring, you know, maybe a little baby amp. Yeah. If you want to plug in, uh-huh. you know, don't go all out. If it's like a club cafe situation where the stage is a little bit bigger, maybe you have more room, um, bring your big old fat 40-watt amp, which I have, and, um, you know, bring more things. So it depends. It depends. But um, the past two shows that I did, um, which were like cafe shows, um, in the past I would have brought like my like keyboard and like amps. No, no, no. I brought a guitar. And that's what I've been doing for the past two. And I told you earlier, I'm, I'm having a show. I don't know where it is. It's in some guy's basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, follow me also at Muse Muzak, M-U-S-E-M-U-Z-A-K on Instagram. And I always post like when my shows are. Yeah. What times is up. It's in some guy's basement for now, but there will be... Uh, uh, that that will all the get appropriate information. But I will be taking a, just a guitar, just an acoustic guitar. Okay. <laughs> but right. in the past, I would have you know brought my eighty one key. Yeah. No. So, but the, it's yeah. I'm um. It's very it's very laid back now, and I'm doing acoustic covers of um or acoustic versions of the songs on the album. So. So yeah, that's cool to be able it's to be. Str- it's stripped down. It's important now. to be able to be versatile to do yeah. things like that. Yeah, because with my band, I have a very elaborate setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have live video, lights, costume changes. Must the be whole, nice. The whole fucking thing. <laughs> so I definitely relate with you though, because there's a lot of situations where we have these big dreams. We want to do all this crazy shit, but the opportunities that we have to really you know, be able to be like Bjork and go and yeah. set up a day early and set up all the shit. We Let can't do it. <sighs> so it's not fucking happening. Can, no. Can I tell you like my dream setup? Please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, basically it's like, uh, like Madonna. Okay. But with like musicians, <laughs> like, and you know, like, just like, you know, I'm talking like string section in the corner. We're talking, you know, big ass drum kit beautiful and then me in like some gorgeous costume and play five songs leave for a little bit change intermission multiple wardrobe changes yeah i one day but now we just gotta we gotta get one outfit <laughs> we gotta bring our acoustic i'll guitar. tell you this though it's not impossible i think what you're doing is really really awesome and i, I think know that there's a i know it's market not, for yeah. what you're doing yeah it's not impossible and i'm i'm gonna make it happen i'm gonna i'm gonna work on it um there's a lot sure. there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that are a lot more boring that are playing bigger stages mm-hmm. here mm-hmm you're telling me, right? We won't name. <laughs> you know who you are. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, um, I, I highly believe that, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I enjoy going to a small space and seeing somebody perform some songs in a really yeah. intimate setting. It's beautiful. Yeah. But me, like, rock and roll, baby. Like, I want to see the whole fucking big show. Pyrotechnics. Give me it all. I, I want, love that. I, That's yeah. what I want to do. I want glitter falling from the ceiling. <laughs> I want light changes. I, listen. Yeah. Uh, but you know what the old saying: you got to fake it till you make it, and you got to. I mean, there is nothing wrong with looking fabulous uh, in one costume. No, you know that's the one thing that I've learned. You know, from the past year of shows with the band, we got like real crazy with the stage show, mm-hmm. and it got to a point with me wanting to do so much and being a control freak and not trusting other people to help me. I just wore myself to the fucking bone and it didn't help the performance at all. It got to a point where I was more focused on all the goofy shit than the music. And it's like, well, it's still live music. So the the music fucking has to be there and then the other stuff can happen. But if you're not practicing the songs because you're busy worried about fucking set changes and stuff, people are going to be like, what the fuck am I looking at? It's really hard, so we had to scale it back a bit. Yeah, yeah, and, you, you, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta find that sweet spot. Um, you gotta find that sweet spot of like, you know, where am I playing, and how do I make this creative? I think the other thing too is that maybe you can relate with me in this, where we have these big ideas in our heads, mm. and we're always expecting the most of ourselves. Oh, so yeah. we think that everybody else is expecting the most of us. <laughs> but most of the time, everybody else's expectations of us are super fucking low. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't, they're just no, happy. I'm not playing around. They're, they're, they, they're just that happy to see us. I was in the bathroom doing my makeup. <laughs> for, <laughs> like, a good half hour. Like, I've, I'm, I'm, I like this is you're I'm a not professional. Playing, I'm not playing around. I respect it. I'm not playing around. But you I know, don't have no makeup team. <laughs> we have to I was in the bathroom, but I'm doing it. I'm it's doing important for it. us to yeah. remember though when it comes to the shows though that people aren't necessarily so concerned with it as much as we yeah. are in our own heads. If let me ask you a question. Yeah. When and this has nothing to do with the music, when I want to look at the audience, do I look at that? Yeah. There. Oh, perfect. I've been yeah. doing that. Okay. Hi, yeah. Everyone. Um, this is just a reference so I can make sure nothing weird ah, happens. Ah, perfect. Okay. Because yeah. I'm like, am I like looking at this camera and like everybody's like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? What were we talking about? <laughs> well, let's move on. I yeah. Know. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we're we're just the we're the best and we're hard we're the, the hardest working men in show business. No, I think I I love <laughs> I love meeting people that are like that and I definitely yeah. like I'm super looking forward to like watching you grow and come yeah. up with stuff. So you've mentioned that the music is out now. It is. It's, and it's, it's been out for two months. Been out for two months. So with 2019 yeah. releasing music, mm-hmm. you got to be on the Instagrams. You got to be on your social media yeah. fucking game. Yeah. How are you in social media friends? Ooh. Are you into it? Or do you feel Boy. like it's just too fucking much? Well, okay. Listen, if you have mastered it, God bless you. You've you you got it. Like I would love to know the secret. Maybe yeah. it's not even a secret. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I don't. I don't have Facebook. Okay. I don't have Twitter. I don't have you know. I don't have a lot of social media. I have Instagram because um, of this. Basically, and it and and also, I think Instagram is like a really, I, it's a safe space. I think it seems safer. I don't know why than Facebook or uh, Twitter. Twitter is toxic as fuck. Yeah, Facebook can be kind of toxic, but at the same time, you choose who you're you, friends exactly, with on Facebook. Exactly. So you kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you dig your own grave when it comes to know, that shit. But and uh, I don't want to hear <laughs> unaccompanied by a photo like what you're doing. Yeah. I want to see a photo. I don't care that, you know, you, it's Monday again. Yeah. It, yeah. It is Monday again. Shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. I want to see a photo. Um, but, you know, I'm navigating. I find that when I do shows, I get like two or three more followers, 
which is pretty rad, I think. I think that's awesome. Growing is you, growing. That means you connected with two people and now they're like interested in like your work. And sometimes that translates into sales. Yeah. So that's awesome. Or hopefully they tell one or two of their friends. <laughs> right. Exactly. And you might see them at the next show. Um, but I'm not a heavy Instagram user. I like a good story. I like showing off eyeshadow on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram for that alone. I'm working on it. <laughs> um, but I don't, I, I don't really like staying on social media because you know it's that age-old story of like it makes me feel bad everyone's having fun and i'm not having fun uh, yeah i i don't like the photos i don't look a b c d i don't look as good as i could i mean it's just like too much pressure yeah it could be I very would love if very somebody toxic. yeah i would love if somebody could just like take photos of me and post them on instagram and i would never have to look at instagram mm-hmm. ever again we would have never met if not for Instagram. That's very, very but true. Besides that, everyone is awful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Instagram's terrible. No, but um, but it's not bad. I just find it to be very exhausting for me personally. It's really, it's quite exhausting trying to find photos that you think you look flattering in. And then and then it's that thing where you post the photo and you're like, why hasn't anybody liked this yet? It's been 24 hours. Why do I only have 15 likes? It's like, well, why does it even matter at the same time? You're dumb. Shut up. Get back to work. Start (laughs) making music. You have friends. (laughs) I hope, right? But, you know, you just, you're, you're worrying about all that superficial stuff. I don't know. It's just, it's not for me. And it's not something that I desperately want either. I think some people are like, why, why don't I have all these followers? It's not necessarily something that I want. I think followers for me correlate my music is getting across or people are liking my music. That would be awesome Mm -hmm. to have tons of followers for that reason. But you know, um, it's a necessary evil. It's a great way to plug your shows. It's a great way, you know, to get in touch with, you know, people. I just find it. It's, I, it's hit or miss. I really just wish that there was a way to market, music on in a in a in some sort of a social channel that people use that wasn't instagram just because you're kind of you're battling you know the the salad that karen had for lunch or you know salad does look pretty good yeah but my music's better (laughs) (laughs) right but on instagram it all looks the same right versus being able to have a place where somebody's like oh i want to know what the new cool music is you know they're going to like spotify playlists and those are all right those are all monopolized by record labels and shit it's just like you know it's of course it doesn't help us at all no it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) the only way Uh, to really seem it really seems to be successful is like well okay i'm a musician but everybody's on social media so now i have to be this like social celebrity right. and it's like i don't want to do that i just want to be a musician but now you no. got to be both yeah you gotta you gotta put in both you gotta put in both if you you know if you want to get it's, anywhere but you know i don't you know i'm still fairly new to this i have two self-produced albums under my belt i'm not jaded at all so the followers will come they will go um you know the it, i'm 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 a, i'm along for the ride i just you got to make music though i think that you got to make the music the, you got to make music you got to play shows yeah you got to play and shows and you got to keep resisted that for the longest you got to keep fucking with yourself yeah that's really it yeah just all that just, other stuff will fall in line um and you know i you know you have to believe in yourself you have to say i've got something to offer the world and It'll, it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. People will get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've not found that <laughs> putting yourself just into situations, even if it doesn't feel like it's the right fit for you, I've found that just saying fuck it and doing it anyways mm-hmm. has definitely paid off for me. Yeah. Like we've paid, we, I've played three shows the past three days and I play in two different bands. So oh. I, ha- I have I have my my hip hop project. I played with that Thursday and Friday. And I have a, a heavy metal band too. And we played cool. 
last night. And with those... Where'd you play? Last night we played at the new Black Forge in McKee's Rocks. Yes. That place is pretty insane. I... Uh, I've never been there, but I, I've heard it's a great venue. I'd love to play there. Yeah. It's I'd an awesome spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really spooky. Yeah, yeah, and they're big spooky. and scary mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. And that was yesterday? That was yesterday. And then Friday we played mm-hmm. at Roboto. Wow. I've never played Mr. Roboto. I like, <laughs> oh God. Should I talk about Mr. Roboto? Absolutely. I'm talking about Mr. Roboto. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they have that thing where it's like you pick the promoter that you want to send your shit to. Do you know what I'm talking about? Or do they, did they ask you? Yeah, I got asked to play. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> well then. Uh, but on their page, it's like send the music to like whomever fits your genre the best. And I'm like, I don't know. So I sent it to like everyone. <laughs> I don't know. The country western department. I don't know. And um I haven't heard back from them. Okay. But it's a great space. I love seeing I know, shows there. I know a ton of the people on the <gasps> on robot at the Roboto place. Hook it. I feel up. I feel like a large majority of the people that work at Roboto now have been on this show at one point in time or Ooh. another. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good people. Andrew's Andrew's a good human being. No, no. I definitely I definitely wanna I definitely want to see you play some more shows. I'm probably going to try to get some shows with you for sure. Nice. I just, so I just think we're, uh, there's an energy here that, oh, that I'm, I'm rocking with it. Oh, absolutely. And I'm always, you know, I mean, obviously the whole reason why I even take time out of my life to even do this is just because of people like you that just Thank are you. trying to figure this out, mm-hmm. have this energy and are just, you know they're looking for yeah they're looking for solutions yeah, yeah. answers to problems you and, know but you know in the meantime you're just doing it you're just emailing random people on the internet waiting for answers you're just, <laughs> you're just, <laughs> just by the by the computer wait did you play at mr roboto twice in a no, row no i played at howlers on thursday oh awesome cool 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 yeah yeah or do you live in bloomfield I live right up the street from here. Heads? Oh, right. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's how you got here so fast. Uh-huh. Um, cool. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What Howler. part of town are you in? I live in Bloomfield. Cool. So Howler's is right up. Mr. Roboto's like right down the uh-huh. street. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Howler's is a cool place to play. Bloomfield's space. a cool place to play. It's just interesting, though, with the type of music that you're doing. It's just like, it's a very small niche. Yeah. So, and you, it, well, sorry to interrupt, but it's okay. very hard to reproduce live um, by yourself. You know what I mean? Um, and here's another thing about me. I'm not very uh, technically gifted in the science of live performance. Like, you know, like the mic setups and the... Um, like sampling live. Like, I don't know how to do that stuff. I would do you love... Wanna know? Do you? What oh, I do? well, then we have to talk. Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. Well, then I found... <laughs> Finally. Because I'm like, I don't know what... Because typically... Because what I do, if I want like... um, You know, it would be an exact copy of the record. I would just like go into Bandcamp or not Bandcamp, GarageBand. And then, like, you know, download it onto my computer and then get it on my phone and then hit play at the venue, you know. And then, you know, through a PA, like, the song yeah. would be playing. You could do that. Which is what I do. Yeah. But I'm like, eh, I kind of want, like, a it, more live it, it, feel, it, it, you know. It, it tends to feel a little bit I too much like karaoke. Balance. Exactly. It, exactly. I want I want, but more of a live At the same time, feel. talking about... um there's a thing with compromise. And while it might feel weird to you, to the viewer, it's not going to feel that weird That's to them. That's true. But so you need to figure out if you can find a way to be comfortable and look comfortable enough to perform those Absolutely. songs. Absolutely. And I've done it before. Yeah. And I think, yeah, like Roboto would be a sweet space to do that, I think. They, yeah, they've got a nice little. But yeah, I, I did that at Club Cafe. I've done it at... um, um, Oh. Uh, I was like, what's that place in Lawrenceville? There's like a million. Kativo. Kativo. Okay. I performed at Kativo with a backing track. Um, there's a video of me out there somewhere. P- guys, please don't. 
<laughs> it's so rough. Don't I tell think, him well, about the story it. Is, Why'd you tell him about it? The costume that I had, I ordered on eBay. I ordered like everything, all my costumes on eBay. And, um, and they were like these like sports leggings, like, like sports underwear, okay. really. They showed off a lot. All right. And I was like, this is perfect. Because <laughs> I couldn't, because I didn't want to go to Capizio and like get, because tights are like 30 bucks at Capizio or whatever. I'm not familiar with Capizio. Yeah. Oh, I will brief you <laughs> later. But, um, and I was like, well, these are like $10 on eBay. They're fine. They were like, the only way I can compare it is like, a, like the founding fathers and those like short britches, they were like short britches okay. that showed off like your junk. Okay. And I had on like <laughs> like a furry like vest. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning. The video's out there. So it's I it's probably on my Instagram, actually. Check it out for a laugh. Okay. Check it out for a laugh. Um Oh God! Where what were we talking about? <laughs> Just performing live in different oh, venues yeah, and backing yeah. tracks. But I did that show to a backing track, and it went over lovely. It was great. And then, like, I did like a little live number with like a keyboard. It yeah, I feel like that's the I love probably the mix. that's the best way to do stuff is to I mix it up mix. between. Yeah, go back and forth with them. But there's, but you know, I really love because if you listen to. You know, I don't know what's a good example, um, like a Talking Heads record, and then you listen to like one of their live albums. It sounds like the record, obviously, but it has that live feel. I want that. I don't want it just hit, you know, play. I Absolutely. Want, so, but listen, we're working on it. <laughs> I feel that we're working on it. You know, with me and my story, it became a thing where I was just playing shows, you know, phone, beats. Right. For a long time. And right. then somebody, you know, over I kept playing shows and, you know, I had a friend that was like, hey, you know, if you ever want somebody to play bass you know, with you, I'd love to play bass. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then just wrote it off for a while. And then somebody was like, hey, you know, if you ever want somebody to like DJ with you, like I'll DJ. And then mm-hmm. like, whatever. And then somebody was like, hey, if you ever, buddy, you ever think about having a drummer? And then I was like, oh, a drummer would be tight. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, if I have a drummer, I would need a bass player. And I'm like, oh, wait. So-and-so told me about that, you know, so then I mm-hmm. hit him up and then and all of a sudden I had a band. Yeah. It's so just it's just about meeting coalesced. people. Yeah. And actually talking to people yeah. when you're at shows too. That's something that's really important. That is so important. A lot of times, like, you'll get these so people, that <laughs> you get all of these strangers in a room that are playing a show together and none of them even say hi to each other. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I'm an introvert. It's insane. But There's like, like a warning sign on your thing. Is that okay? Do you see that? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> We're good. Woo. Yeah. Um, I was like, has this not been recorded? Yeah, no. So so this is only the backup recording. Oh, sweet. The okay. audio goes straight on to here. I told you guys, I there. don't know anything about live anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I record that. That was just uh, the SD card, which will most likely run out before the... Actually, no. It doesn't matter. Ooh, the computer's going anyways. We'll be fine. <gasps> Yay. That's why you do backups. Backups of backups. Whoa. Backups. Good eye, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just always waiting for some I, warning yeah, sign to pop like, up perpetually. <laughs> it's that eye. It's a silver eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With Andrew Muse and live shows you're playing shows you got now out now do you find yourself still writing continually oh yeah always writing um always yeah all just always always creating um it, it it never stops it never stops and you know typically it's not really it's not necessarily like okay i have to get up and write today right it's like if you're you know fucking around on the keyboard you're like, oh, that's nice. And you write words to it. That's a song. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be a song that works out or a song that you use or something that you put like in the graveyard. I call I have a I have a folder on my Mac on my uh Mac called the graveyard. Ooh. That's where all the banished <laughs> songs that will maybe never see the light of day go. But you don't want to get rid of They're them. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like we'll revisit that later. You know, uh-huh. just send them to the graveyard for a little bit. Um, but you know, you're it's 
it's the creative process. Yeah. It's sussing out what works. It's sussing out what doesn't. But it's it's constant. I'm always, yeah. always, always, always writing. Same. I find stuff. that instead of trying to like just endlessly scroll through Instagram or whatever, yeah. I'm always just scrolling through synth sounds yeah. and just like trying to find weird little things I'm and just fuck co- around. And I listen to music so much that I'm constantly inspired. Um to do different things. Like I think, like I was doing, I, oh, what was the, I Skip James record. He's a blues artist. Um, And I was like, oh, I got to do, I got to do something like this. I, like, I, I just, I, I'm constantly inspired by music. And so I'm always plotting ways and I'm of how to incorporate things. And I'm always writing and, you know, I wake up, with melodies in my head or I, I wake up with totally. lyrics or yeah. So yeah. outside Always. of music, mm. do you find anything else like that you would consider yourself super creative at? I mm. imagine like, I feel like maybe some form of like fashion perhaps. Mm. I find that that's probably a big part of your persona and what you're trying to do with the music and visual things. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, so Okay, let's get the things that I'm bad at out of okay. the way, shall we? <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, drawing, I'm like art, I'm very bad at. I can appreciate art. There's beautiful artwork behind you, the T-Rex, Thanks. Mona Lisa. She's gorgeous. <laughs> She's flawless. I'm I'm going to wear that at a show one day. That's a good... <laughs> paint myself alphabet like paint. Uh-huh. Um uh, I'm not much of a of a writer. I write music, but I'm not much of a a, a novelist or sure. a short story or a poet. Um, a poet in my own way, I guess. But um, I'm not a very good dancer. I think I can cut a rug in the club and fake it. But you know, when I'm on the stage, I'm I, I'm okay. I can bust a little move, but you know, I'm. No sure. Well, dancing in a club, like in a congested area around a lot of You've motherfuckers, got, that's, yeah. You're just like, but you're on a stage by yourself, all you know, eyes on you. What are you, you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on, show us what you got. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you say fashion. I am pretty into fashion. Um, I started off as a kid. I started off as like an athleisure kid who would just wear like fat farm sweatsuits and stuff that my mom bought me at Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> Hell and yeah. Think, oh, and I think before that, I was like the Sean John kid. And okay. I was so, I think that I was... sounds about right. I was so gay as a kid. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? It's like, you're such a joke. What are you doing? Um, but... <laughs> Well, being but a kid awesome. is just weird in general. It's you're really finding yourself. Uh-huh. Like I'm still finding myself, but it's like you are in the wilderness. <laughs> I was in the wilderness, you know. Um, <laughs> but so, but then, and I, and I got to college, University of Pittsburgh, and uh, I uh, was I I wore like a lanyard with my ID in it. And I, I like to say, I don't know if this actually happened, but I took a look in the mirror and was like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Get your shit together. I ordered GQ. I subscribed to GQ like the next day and the rest is history. Huh. Um, and I think GQ is really good for like basic fashion. Kind of like Queer Eye is good for like hopeless people (laughs) like people who don't know shit like Uh i didn't know that my jeans should be this length like oh come on okay but that was me like uh, it's good for basics then once i felt that i had a very strong wardrobe i started to get bored with it i was like well so what can i do and start so i started and performing has really helped me do this but i started incorporating women's clothes um like women's blouses or earrings or you know um or adding color. It's been a slow progression, but fashion is always kind of something that I've always admired. Yeah. I love people with a good, good 
fashion sense. And, and I love, I mean, we were talking about Bjork. I love outrageous things uh-huh. as well. Um, you know, I think I was a Gaga kid, you know, in, you know, back in 08, 09, 2010 in high school. And, you know, she was great. I mean, she was that like people like, you know, people were weird before her, you know, like Nina Hagen. Right. But it's like, that but was that our was the generation. weird of your generation. That exactly. Was the, that was our generation's like, Whoa, yeah, you can do that. Uh-huh. Right. Um, yeah, I, I love, I love the outrageousness, but I, I also love just people who are simple and put together too. But yeah, I, I think with my stage shows, um, you know, I've, I've done shows with folks who wear, and I'm sorry if you've done this, but who wear beanies on stage. Oh, once upon a time. Sure. And like, no, yeah, no, I need my hair blow dried. I need my nails painted. I need makeup. I need coverage. Like, yeah, I want to perform. Yeah. I you think know, I, I want to, I want to, yeah, I mean, we, I want to be different than what I am. When I'm walking the street, when I'm going to work, you know, I, you know, I didn't wear this to work. I came straight from work, but yeah. I wasn't wearing my, that. I do get a little nitpicky about what people wear on stage now, for sure. Because it visually I think, looks better yes. when you're more interesting. It, absolutely. And I yeah. think that, I feel that you could wear whatever the fuck you want on stage. Absolutely. I feel like you could even get away with wearing a beanie on stage, but it needs to be appropriate. Let's say like you're some hippie jam band or some shit like that. And exactly. you've got a bunch of guys that all look the same. You know what I mean? You got a bunch of people that all just look like they've been <laughs> smoking weed for the past 12 years. Relatable. That are all just like, you know, <laughs> just like chilling and jamming. It's okay. This looks right. And honey, if but, you can play, yeah. baby, wear whatever you want. I but I think that there needs to be a cohesive look across the stage with everybody. Exactly. And that's where a lot of bands fuck up. Because yeah. you'll have one or two people that look real good, and then a couple people that look like scrubs. And it's either you all need to be scrubs yeah. or you all need to look good. And the music <laughs> and the music and the fashion need to correlate as well. Yes. Also. I think, you yeah. know, if you're a jam band and you're like just ripping it up in like suits, you'd be you like, what look, the fuck is this? You're like, eh. <laughs> well, that might be actually interesting. <laughs> now hold on. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. You're on to something. Yeah. Um, all the jam bands out there, pay attention. Uh-huh. But I think this complements my music. You know, I think the look complements the um, kind of the weirdness, yeah. as you put it, of the music, the, the, the avant-garde-ness of it. The, well, I think yeah. that, you know, obviously someone's, fashion says a lot about who they are as a person Mm -hmm. and obviously in the same way your music says a lot about who you are so those are just two different reflections of yourself that are coming together to form exactly you know a visual representation of yourself yeah it's all art i've always been super fascinated with fashion and i'm not like a highly i'm not a super fashionable person i like your t-shirt thank you when I saw that, I was like, okay, this guy's cool. <laughs> I, but, you know, I will listen to podcasts and watch vlogs on, like, Japanese streetwear and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. I love the world of it, but, like, I don't engage with it a whole lot. I just like that it exists. Yeah. And I love watching other people that look, look really good. fucking good, and I respect it. You know, it was something that I wanted to do. And that's the important thing. You know, it's not like anybody forced me or I felt pressured. It was like, I need to make a change in my life to better represent who I'm becoming. And so, and that's been because, you know, I didn't always, to, to say that I would five years ago come to a studio and be dressed like this, I'd be like, you're insane. It's been it's been a you know I went from <laughs> fat farm to this and then who knows ten years from now we might be like oh god what were you thinking but <laughs> that's that's okay it's this the is, beauty this of life is it now this is it now and it, and it it has to evolve it has to fashion that's yeah that's the great thing about fashion too is you know it's just it's changing it's uh-huh. changing all the time and I and I try not to look at trends too much. Um, no, because you know, by the time you no, know, we don't need Supreme. And by the time, <laughs> by the time, the, this the is the way I look at things. Like I <coughs> am pretty aware of 
fashion things and trends, but I'm not like super on it, you know? Right. So I pretty much assume by the time a trend comes across my plate, it's already too late. And Pittsburgh, and especially in <laughs> Pittsburgh, I was just it's like a vortex yeah. here. We like, <laughs> we're like Croatia. No, yeah. We I, get I, things like two years after they're cool. I, I was swear just to God. fucking talking about this. <laughs> no, do you, do you know Sarah Sindler, King Reld? Oh, I don't, I don't think so. So uh, she does all of this really cool jewelry. She does like custom grills mm-hmm. and custom earrings and mm-hmm. rings and maybe somebody that you should link up with because she's local, super awesome, does really cool stuff. I'm into it. But we were talking because I have an uncle who lives in Manhattan. So I go up to New York quite a bit and I'm always, you know, seeing stuff in New York. I'm like, Mm -hmm. who the fuck are these aliens walking Mm -hmm. around? And then five years later, I'll see somebody that looks like that in Pittsburgh. And it's like, (laughs) I have, that's weird that you say that because I was specifically thinking about a time that I went to New York um, it was probably, it was probably three goddamn years ago, 2016. Sure. And, um, I, you know, I was hanging out in Brooklyn and, you know, you'd get on the subway, you'd be on the street and the girls would have their jeans cut off like a little bit at the bottom, at the legs and frayed. And I was like, what the hell are they wearing? What is this? What, this is nonsense. No, 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 no. It's everywhere in Pittsburgh now. Yeah. Like, and and as of like late 2018, perhaps I maybe I'm wrong, but I'm like every everybody is wearing these like little frayed jeans. I don't. I, it, that's scary. We're like in a little like. I was I'm like slowing down. Do you do you remember like the whole kind of like the whole like athletic goth thing that was happening? <sighs> Uh, no, I missed that. There was like this Thank thing. Goodness. Well, like there was like all of this like athletic wear, but it was like very like tight and dark and looked kind of gothy. And I, I know remember, what yeah. yeah, there's, like, oh, there's probably uh, yeah, yeah. a better word for it. Yeah. But I remember I was in New York and I kept seeing all these people that just like looked like you know like some real street <laughs> motherfuckers that you know looked like me at the goth club 15 <laughs> years ago or whatever. I was like this is really weird. And then now, you know, I see a bunch of kids like downtown at going to schools and stuff that are dressing like that. And it's like, well, yep. Oh, takes a few years, but it does get here. It will get here. <laughs> just like Croatia. You know, it, it gets here when everything shows up on clearance at the Burlington racks. List. <laughs> I feel like you're coming for my past me, but it's real life though. because that was me. <laughs> <laughs> like mom, it's twelve dollars. <laughs> this coogie, like oversized baseball tee, is only fifteen dollars. Yeah. Can we get it? She'd say no, but ooh. But I, th- I mean, it is what it is. I don't got <laughs> listen, a problem with it. Listen, it's just how do what makes you happy? Yeah. Um, and you know, fashion is different for everybody. Everyone goes through their own fashion journey. Um, keep growing. But I love people who love fashion, love people who love fashion and who know a lot about fashion more than me and, and teach me about fashion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Definitely. So wrapping things up here, we have hit our hour and I want to thank you for it's being on the show. Hour? It's been an hour. Oh my God. Time what? flew. Yeah. Wow. It does fly. Oh, I'd love to come back again. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're going to be chatting a good bit outside of this because I want to help you out with yeah, everything that you're doing. Absolutely. I'm yeah, super, super interested in it. Definitely. AndrewMuse.bandcamp.com. Yeah. Smokers Row. Check out that fucking record. And it's a lot of fun. It, that and Muse Muzak, M-U-S-E-M-U-Z-A-K. It's my Instagram handle. Um, yeah, and and uh, in two weeks, I'll be playing in some guy's basement. <laughs> Probably. Well, you said this is coming out like two weeks from now, right? This yeah. is coming out on the internet September 23rd. Listen, I, that's like that's perfect it. timing. I, the show is on the 24th. The 24th. Tomorrow. He's playing a show, oh, and on the 24th, this motherfucker's going to Disney World for a week. Are you really? I am. 
Oh my god! From the twenty, from the whole last week of September, I'm out of here, bitches. Uh, yeah, I'll be in a basement. <laughs> I'll be with the mouse. <laughs> I'll be with some mice too. <laughs> Oh, boy. And that is all, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Andrew, Muse, thank you for being here. It's a pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much. I'll be back again next time with another episode. Even though I am currently in Disney, I have pre-recorded episodes, so something will be going up. I may be even doing some live reporting from down there. You know what I mean? Maybe there will be an episode to start the beat with uh, Snow White or one one of the dwarves. Oh, I know what Snow White is code for. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, yeah, that's it. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2019. Whoop, woo! Thanks for listening. And we are done. Cool. That's nice. Thank you. Ooh, that was so fun. Hell yeah, that was a blast. Baby's first interview.